Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thank you so much for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker, Scott Kirshner, and Troy Kirshner. 419-794-3030 is the phone number. It's 419-794-3030, online, ARHQ.com. Today on the show, where can you find your investment fees and expenses, how to create a business succession plan for a small business owner, and should you keep working in your retirement years? All this and more, but first, let me check in with the guys, Nolan, Scott, Troy, glad to be with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, yeah. Just uh, finished up another great week in hockey. Always love the weekends, usually in one of the arenas around town. We had a really good game last Saturday, uh, tied three to three. Uh, Anthony Wayne versus mm-hmm. Clay goes into sudden death overtime, mm. and uh, Seth Kirby scored it for the final goal for awesome. Anthony Wayne win. So good way to to get the boys fired up. A uh, nice overtime win over at Tamil Channer. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. Haven't been on the show for a while. Um uh it's been a really really busy time for AMA, but um but it's it's I'm glad to be back. Uh and you know, it's kind of fun now because I can kind of relax on the weekends and kind of actually enjoy a little bit. Unfortunately, our our, our Bengals Troy aren't in the playoffs this year, but uh, we are watching some some fun and exciting football this past weekend and um uh, ready to get rolling into or finish up with uh, OEP. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about that, actually, because uh, remember at the tail end of last year was the annual election period, and that, that kept you very, very busy, Scott and Troy, both of you. Uh, right now it is the open enrollment period of Medicare. Let's talk about that because I think people might hear uh, annual election period, open enrollment period, not really know the difference. Can you explain exactly what this open enrollment period means to people over the age of 65 and what they should be paying attention to before this, this period ends? Sure, absolutely. You know, it's funny when I do my educational events. You know, I always um, uh, during my presentation I ask some questions, and you know, I I, I try to get a little bit of the uh, audience involved, and and I ask them, you know, who can tell me what period we're in, and and I usually do these events during the annual enrollment period, and you know, I hear shouts from the crowd, and Troy, you can uh, uh, attest to this, but they all say open enrollment, open enrollment. It's like, well, no, it's not open enrollment. It's actually the annual enrollment. Well, now, January 1st through March 31st is actually the open enrollment period. So let me take just a couple of minutes here and explain exactly what it is and then what you can do during that period and then how uh, Troy and I and AMA can help you out with that. So what the actual open enrollment period is, it's it like I said, it's from January through March 31st. This is the time for Medicare when you can make that one last do-over change, so to speak, to your Medicare plan. Now, what this means is if you have an Advantage plan, you can make a change to that plan during that period. If you make a change in January, it becomes effective February, and February becomes effective in March, and so on. March would be effective April 1st. Once you make that change, then that plan and that policy is in force for the rest of that period, okay? 
So if you if you were to sign up for an Advantage plan during the uh, the annual enrollment period, see, I just kind of fumbled that myself. But if you signed up for a plan during the annual enrollment period, and for whatever reason, when you moved into the January 1st time frame and you maybe you went to a doctor that uh, didn't take that plan for some reason they dropped uh, or a medication went off of the formulary that that we may have um, uh, missed or maybe you've gone on a new drug that's not covered on that plan and you want to make a change this is when we do that change you know and we've run into that a lot you know when the people came in you know, one of the things, Troy, when we sat with the clients, uh, they always said prescriptions are killing us, right? Right. I mean, that's the one thing. I love my plan, but we got to do something with medications. Prescriptions are killing us. And, you know, you, you see these commercials all the time on on TV about these, you know, Ozempic and Trulicity and Manjaro and a lot of these uh, high-dollar medications. Well, each company covers those medications differently. So if you're in a situation where the plan you originally signed up for last year isn't going to do what we thought it was going to do for this year, during the open enrollment period, we make that change. Uh, and then once again, next October 15th will be the annual enrollment period for you know 2024, and we can make a change again at that time for anything new. So one of the things that we do here at, at AMA is we'll actually sit down with you and go through all of the information again and make sure that if we do make that change, then we're going to make that change in a positive direction and make sure that it's going to work best for you going into 2024. Um, so, you know, the, the open enrollment period is here. Let's make sure that we take advantage of it. If for any of you out there that want to make some change to your plan, uh, one last do-over or mulligan in, in the golf terms, you know, you get that mulligan. Uh, now is the time to do that um, uh, moving into 2024. Troy, you have anything to add to that? or I think you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, here at AMA, we're here for the best interests of all of our clients. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of great advantage plans out there, but some of them might not be geared towards you. So our goal is just get you in for an appointment and find whatever plan is best geared towards you. Exactly. And the, the other thing I would say to that is I think, you know, one of the things that is unique about what we do here and what America's Medicare Associates does is uh, coming up on a, a Friday, it's February 16th. We have an open house here. Um, so maybe you're either with us, maybe you're not with us. But if you have a question and you're wondering, you know, do I have the right plan? Um, you know, maybe you called an 800 number and all of a sudden you're switched plans and you've been kind of laying it bed at night saying, gosh, if something happens, I just want to make sure that I'm confident about what I have. And you want somebody to take a look at that and just say, hey, help you understand the pros and cons of what your plan is. Uh, just as Troy points out, if you want to get a time set on the schedule, uh, they also offer 30-minute telephone consultations, or uh, we have that date February 16th as our open house. But uh, again, as you talk about, one yeah. last chance uh, to try to get it right. And obviously, with health insurance being you know, one of the biggest concerns for people that are close to her in retirement time, uh, making sure that you get it right and making sure that you're educated about what your choices are is uh, what we can do here, uh, helping out around the headquarters. Right. Um, if if any of you have our uh, clients of a, a, a advantage plan that has a prescription drug card with it, and you're having trouble 
getting your uh, mail order renewable medications to you, reach out to us. There have been some issues. You would think that moving from 2023 to 2024, it should be a smooth transition. There have been issues. I was made aware of an issue just um, uh, last week about a prescription drug plan that the medications didn't get moved over to the 2024, so now they have to put them all in new. We can help with all of that. So reach out to Troy or myself uh, at americasmedicareassociates.com or on the ARHQ website. Uh, we're uh, a click away. Obviously, the hope is that during the annual election period, you know, you, you got all your T's crossed, all your I's dotted, but perhaps you weren't working uh, with America's Medicare Associates at the time, or you just want a second second set of eyes on it. You want to make sure that this is, in fact, going to be the best plan for you going forward. Uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't hurt to, to take a look, right? The number is 419-794-3030. You can also reach out, as, uh, as Scott said there. You can go to ARHQ.com, click on the events tab, find out more about that open house coming up on February 16th, including how to reserve your space uh, and many other events coming up here. Uh, they're all on the events page at ARHQ.com. Scott and Troy, a lot of retirees find out too late for the most part, that Medicare doesn't cover most nursing home stays. Uh, can you go over what actually is covered, you know, as well as what isn't covered? And I, I know part of the service that you guys offer, uh, an AMA checklist does an added value. Can you talk a bit about that to make sure, like I said, all the T's are, are crossed and all the I's are dotted? Yeah, a- absolutely, Chris. You know, there's a big misunderstanding with um, with long-term care and skilled nursing. You know, Troy's learned a ton uh, over this past year with us and, um, um, he's going to talk a little bit here about the uh, AMA checklist that we put together and some of the key highlight points in there. Uh, but one thing that I will mention, and I'll let Troy take over here in a second, is uh, Medicare does not cover long-term care, right? I mean, right. it does not cover the long-term care. Now, one thing that I want to make sure that a lot of people understand is skilled nursing, long-term care coverage uh, if, if you're in the hospital and you come out of the hospital, you may go to a skilled nursing facility, right? That's technically a long-term care facility as well. So that's where a lot of the confusion comes into play. You know, the skilled nursing is to help people get back to where they can go home and do their daily functions uh, and, you know, gain their strength back and things like that. You know, Troy, you, you can tell the story about Grandma, you know, when she broke her back. But, uh, Troy, why don't you add a little bit to the to the long-term care and, and how we help them? Yeah, a lot of our clients out there don't really understand what exactly Medicare covers. And one of the things that it unfortunately doesn't cover is long-term care. And uh, I know you mentioned the example about Grandma. She, uh, she actually fell and broke her back. Uh, she's doing great now, might I add, but mm-hmm. uh, when she did fall and break her back, she was in the, I think, a skilled nursing facility for about three weeks, and that was all covered, but if she were to stay there for about 100 days or more, then nothing uh, uh, past that 100 days would have been covered. And one way for us to cover this, po- this issue here is we would do a hybrid policy that we would sign them up for, and then, you know, it would it'd be a different type of long-term care rider, and we'd just have to at- attach a couple of different things with it, but we would be able to take care of them regardless. And, you know, really when we think about it, as we think about nursing homes in general, a lion's share of the time, I think it comes down to what is called custodial care. Absolutely. As we get older, we just generally slow down and, you know, we don't have the ability to perform our normal activities of daily living. And, you know, slowing down in life, that's where we talk about there's no coverage for your Medicare. 
Uh, skilled care, a similar example in my family situation. Uh, on my wife's side, my grandmother had fallen during mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. She had broke her hip. She went to the hospital, you know, stayed at the hospital for a couple of days and then went to a skilled nursing facility. Right. And at that skilled facility was, you know, just helping her get improvement to be able to come back home. Exactly. Now, even in that situation, there's a, a, quite a bit of criteria that has to be followed, such as, mm -hmm. you know, the hospital stay, such as Troy that you had pointed out, you know, during days one through 20, there's really no co-payment. Uh, day 21 through day 100, it's a $200 a day co-payment. And then right. after day 100, you pay 100% of the cost. So it's not surprising that the average family really can get wiped out in a short amount of time when they need some long-term care. Now, the, the three of us, we had sat down and we talked about the fact of, you know, now that you had gone past and gotten past the extremely busy fourth quarter helping people make the selections on Medicare, Supplement, Advantage plans, you know, going back to clients and having a conversation and talking to them about making sure that we did cross the T's and dot the I's, because I know it's whether you call an 800 number, maybe somebody came out to the house or you're sitting down working with us, health insurance and navigating the landscape can be something that's very mm -hmm. confusing. And being that you guys do this full time, it's important to make sure that they understand all the ins and outs of where it's covered. Because the last thing you want to do is, you know, years down the road, end up in a facility and all of a sudden you in a crisis situation and you get this big bill. So one of the things that we had come up with that we put together is the America's Medicare Associates, the checklist. Now within the checklist, I think we've identified roughly 20 different things that we can help out with here around America's retirement headquarters. I think, you know, one of the things that people love about working with us is how the these things kind of overlap, so the decisions you make with your right. finances impact your health care and impact taxes and vice versa. But there was a couple of these items, Troy, that we had talked about that I think are areas that would be important that when people are looking at what does Medicare cover and what are some of the things that I should be focusing on the checklist, what are the other items that really kind of jump out to you? Right. So the reason we made this checklist is just for the best need of our clients. You know, we're always searching for that and we just like to help in whatever ways we offer and we want to make sure that you guys get everything all the services that we offer so one of the things that we have on the checklist is do you currently have estate plans in place and then i know dad you and nolan made up a uh, review of the ultimate estate planning checklist so that's one of the things that we have on the checklist another one that we offer is a life insurance review um, we also have uh, do you have any lazy assets earning less than five percent and these are all things that we'll be able to help with so we'll go through this list and just identify what we can help you with and it's, it we'll be able to take care of it. Another thing we have is the 2024 tax roadmap and checklist, which is another thing we offer on there. And then we also do serve a, a Get Connected, which is where you come in for an, a second appointment or in another appointment and we'll just sit you down, go through the things we didn't first mention and when, uh, for your first Medicare appointment. We'll also just kind of go over what help you set up your uh, online account for whatever policy or plan you sign up for. and. That's one of the other things that's on the list, and we'll just be able to help you in whatever way we can. Yeah, that, uh, you know, the, the Get Connected is something, um, you know, I've, I've been in this a long time, uh, doing this for 29 years, and um, uh, Nolan, I take a page from your history and, and your knowledge and some of the things that, that you do with your, um, you know, investment clients is that Get Connected. And I think that is so uh, valuable to the people. At least that's what the clients are telling us. So what we'll do with that Get Connected is 
We'll bring you back in, and once you get your ID card and your welcome packet from your insurance carrier, and then what we'll do is sit down and actually go through and create your online account. Um, a lot of people don't have, uh, you know, a computer at home. They may have a um, iPad or something uh, where they might use it on their phone. So we'll create that account, and then we'll make sure we do just kind of a uh, a recap of all of the benefits that they currently have in place. Uh, so that Get Connected is something that um, kind of sets us apart from a lot of the other advisors out there uh, because uh, a, a lot of people just don't do that and bring them, bring them back in. You know, but like what uh, Troy was talking about with that uh, AMA checklist, there are several other items. Those are just kind of key highlighted points that we put out there. But there are all kinds of different things that we've put together to kind of find a a, 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 a uncovered need that you may have that you didn't realize you had. And unless somebody ask you about it, you may not think about it off the top of your head. Well, I, I would agree. And it, it's so much easier to know now before a crisis situation happens. Not to say that we can't help in a crisis situation, but, you know, using the one example of having a discussion about long-term care, you know, there are multiple different solutions that are available for people who need long-term care. Uh, of course, there's traditional long-term care insurance. There's annuities with chronic illness income riders. There are life insurance plans that mm -hmm. offer riders that are associated with them. Uh, there's even, you know, veteran benefits. And, you know, I have had a handful of clients that we've met with, Vietnam veterans mm -hmm. that have come in. Um, and a lot of these Vietnam veterans have been impacted with uh, Agent Orange. And so, so a lot of these veterans, you know, as we're having this topic of conversation, they not may not realize what their entitlements are through service to our country. Sure. We have here, you know, in Lucas County, what's called the Veteran Service Organization. And most people that are listening, depending on whatever county you have, you also have a Veteran Service Office that you can get together with people. And whether it's understanding, you know, would a nursing home be covered if you needed long-term care? You know, what are your benefits as a veteran if you end up going into a facility? And those are the type of things that, you know, by going through this checklist, cross the T's and dotting the I's, you're going to be able to make the best educated decision about should you make a decision to do something? Because doing nothing is still a decision, right? Doing nothing is really letting it lay up to chance. And we don't want to leave this up to chance. We want to put the odds in your favor and help make you be able to make a more informed decision. So if you want to get that AMA checklist, you want to go through that, you're worried about how to protect your assets from a nursing home, just give us a call at the office. We'd be happy to sit down to go through that AMA checklist. Make sure you've crossed the T's and dotted the I's on all the areas that uh, could impact you and your loved ones moving forward. And that number is 419-794-3030. Once again, 419 794 3030. It's the Boy Scout motto. Be prepared. You don't want the, the what ifs to become what nows because of a lack of planning. You know, take advantage of this. Make sure that you have all those T's crossed, all those I's dotted. 419-794-3030 or ARHQ.com. You know, previously we were talking about making sure that the uh, the what ifs don't become what nows because when you have to make those decisions under duress, that is sometimes when a lot of the wrong decisions get made, whether it is the market, whether it is, you know, uh, healthcare facilities, whether it is things like that. Uh, funeral arrangements are also one of those things. You know, the loss of a loved one is never a pleasant experience, but it's also something that is, I mean, well, it is unavoidable. But uh, rather than try to make those decisions while you are dealing with the loss of a loved one under that duress, uh, let's talk about, you know, prepaid funeral arrangements and, and the benefits that, that doing that can provide. Yeah, so in my opinion, one of the hardest parts about a passing of a loved one is 
the burden that's left on the family. You know, everybody's wondering what exactly they wanted for the funeral mm-hmm. and all that, all what goes into the funeral. But there's a, there's a plan that we offer that is a prepaid funeral plan. So all you, all you simply do is you come in, we'll help you out, you get you signed up for it, and you get extra coverage for that plan or for, that, uh, for the funeral. And it offers a lot of great things. For example, it's, it's protected from a Medicaid spend down. So no matter what happens to you, you're going to be able to have that. You're going to keep it covered. But the hardest part about a passing of a loved one is the burden left on the family. You know, they're not in the right state of mind to make those, make those decisions at the moment. So it's best to have everything planned before it happens. Yeah, you know, you're 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 right. And and um, what we've done is is Troy has really kind of taken the lead on that here at the office and is really working um to to help people with that prepaid arrangements and and getting that put in place. But you know, one of the things, you know, in preparing for this segment, Troy, we were talking and I I looked at you and I asked you a simple question. If I were to pass away, do you have any idea what my desires are for the the final you know, day, so to speak. Not a clue. I was just going to bury you in a Bengals jersey, probably. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you know, um, but, but, you know, it, it's true. If you don't know what that loved one wants, you know, uh, like Nolan, you were saying earlier um, uh, when we were on a break, you know, one of the hardest things is is to figure out, and especially if there's more than one family member involved, to come to an agreement on what mom or dad or that loved one would have wanted or what they did want. Trying to do that under the duress of the 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 actual passing is not the right time to do that. You know, it's just not the right time to put that in place. And there again, you know, I, I, I talked with uh, mom or talked with grandma and I, I said, hey, you know, at this point, you are in a position where you can determine what you want instead of leaving it up to someone else to determine what your wishes are. You know, and Nolan, I know you've got some experience with this. You've worked with this a lot, and and, um, I know you've got some personal stories that you've shared with this as well. I would agree, you know, both of us are going on 30 years of being in the industry, so whether it's personal life experiences or just working with clients, uh, I know, you know, I unfortunately lost my mom to cancer, but I had Mm -hmm. a little bit of time where I could talk to mom about what her wishes were, make some of those arrangements, um, something you know that jumped out to me was, you know, at the funeral home, the guest book that you sure. signed. Yep, I think it was like three hundred and fifty dollars to buy at the guest book. Uh, I was able to buy it uh, locally at uh, a store and be able to get it for about fifteen dollars. Yeah, you know, so I was able to make smarter financial decisions. I can also, you know, tell you from personal experience when I lost my brother tragically, uh, I was not in a good state of mind, and you know, I really bought the best of everything. Um, and looking back, I'm glad we were, you know, able to have uh, a phenomenal funeral for him. But looking back, I don't know that he would have wanted us to spend the kind of money that we did. Sure. And I was emotionally in that state. So I think, number one, having a, a prepaid funeral arrangement uh, is just good for you. It's good for your family. Uh, they say there's two certainties in life, death and taxes. Mm-hmm. So we might as well just check this one off the list. Sure. It's not a fun topic to talk about. Nobody likes talking about death, but it is a reality of life. And it's something that, you know, you can take this checklist that we've put together, fill this out, 
put it with your important state planning documents. That way, the kids or the spouse, they know what your wishes are. You can even communicate those wishes, work it together with your family or your spouse over the holidays, get it knocked out, put away, and then people know what those wishes are. And then in the other situation, we talk about the fact that people oftentimes will have their life savings wiped out Mm -hmm. if they or a loved one needs some type of long-term care. And whether it's a single or married couple, there's certain assets that are countable assets, and there's other assets that are uncountable assets. And when you have an irrevocable funeral trust here in the state of Ohio, that really can be another situation that can help people from a Medicaid spend down. So you're able to take money instead of giving your entire life savings over to the funeral home and burdening your family with the burial cost. In the state of Ohio, if set up correctly, you could get a prepaid funeral trust, not only check this off the list that it's all done, but have it as a protected asset. So heaven forbid, whenever you pass away, you've got that funeral already set aside. As long as you're following the guidelines, again, set out for Medicaid and how that works. And that's what we're happy to do. We're happy to kind of walk you through that ultimate estate planning checklist, provide you a copy of that and help you navigate the landscape. And then, you know, connect you with the right resources, either here locally or somewhere, you know, nationally to accomplish the wishes that you want. And the phone number is 419-794-3030. Understand this is not, you know, the most pleasant conversation to have, but it is certainly a lot easier to have than for your loved ones to have to make these decisions, as we said earlier, under duress. 419-794-3030 to to, uh, get that ultimate estate planning checklist and so much more. You can also go to the website at ARHQ.com. Now, guys, I don't know if you knew this or not, but 2024, turns out it's actually an election year. I'm kidding, of course, we're all been inundated here. But given the volatility in the stock market that could happen leading up to November, there was an article in Kiplinger that suggests that financial risk reduction, well, it's a sound strategy. And that is especially true if you are in that retirement red zone, if you're within 10 years of retirement or perhaps even already retired. What are your thoughts? Do you agree? And how do we go about this risk reduction? Well, I, I think what you talked about there is the time frame is the most important here is when to focus on kind of the risk reduction category. So those people that are uh, closer to or in retirement time, uh, Troy, I know you're about the same age as my son, Andrew, who also works here at the company. You know, he's investing in the 401k as you are. And I'd say, you know, for somebody who's young that has over, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, or even longer until you need the money, what happens in the market this year is just noise, quite frankly. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the difference is, is when somebody is already retired or somebody is just getting ready to retire, you know, what happens in this election year can uh, be a, a big deal. It can really have a big impact. And it's because of what's called the sequence of returns. So one of the things in one of our most popular events that we do every year is called our Economic Summit. And we've got that event. It's coming up in March. We don't have the complete details right now. We're just finalizing our uh, keynote speaker that's going to be at that event. But we'll be diving deep specifically into how to position your portfolio in an election year. But I would say if you step back and, and take a look at it, there's a lot of reasons that would indicate that the election year could be a positive year. In fact, I think it's at roughly eight out of 10 times if you go back and you look at since the S&P 500 has been around, an election year has been a positive year overall on the market. If we look at the month of January, it's been a positive month and it's been a positive way to kick off the year. There's a- another old saying in our industry that says, as January goes, so does the year go. So there's a lot of things that could lead to positives, but then if you take a step back and you look at that, the markets 
are either at or close to all-time record highs. So what's the basic sound principle of investing? You buy low and you sell high. Mm -hmm. So if you've been riding the highs of the market over the past year, now could be a really good time to maybe protect some of your winnings. And that could be a, a strategy for a risk reduction and kind of a sound strategy. You wanna be taking a look at determining when is the time that you're gonna be needing the money. You know, money that's gonna be needed right now if you're living off of your financial assets that you saved and accumulated, or if it's money that you're gonna need in the next three to five years, you may not wanna have that money exposed to market risk. This is the core philosophy behind what we've talked about with the independent income system. So within the independent income system, what we're doing is we're creating these different buckets of money mm -hmm. that are designed for different time frames. And so even a retiree, they might have 10, 15 year, 20 year money like you have, Troy. You know, that's their long term growth part of the portfolio. And they keeping that long term perspective, the less relevant the short term noise becomes of the market. But to give us a tip for our listeners is be educated about what you own. You really need to understand the investments that you own. I asked that question when people call us up from the show or when people come into the office and get together with us, is I will ask, explain to me the methodology and the philosophy that's being used in your portfolio today to determine the investments that you own. Oftentimes people will look at me kind of like a deer in headlights sure. because they just assume, well, that's somebody else's job, that's my financial advisor's job. And yes, a financial advisor's job is to help make smart investment decisions, but the people that are less educated about their investments are probably the people that are more likely to make poor investment decisions like chasing the hot investment when the market's doing good and then ultimately selling out or abandoning ship when the market's going down. So, you know, take some time, become educated about your investments and what you own. We not only offer the independent portfolio analysis, again, we have a lot of different events that are coming up. That economic summit is a very popular one. Number three, you wanna know what your risks are and what your risk that you're comfortable with. With technology today, there's a lot of software that can help you develop an independent portfolio analysis and tell you, you know, what your outcomes of your portfolio could be during various environments. When, while the market's doing good, you want to look at that number now. You want to look at what that risk score is because while things are going good, if the risk level is too high, you can make adjustments now before something bad happens. And, and the fourth tip I'm going to give on this category is understanding that short-term volatility can create a long-term opportunity. Uh, there's a great article if you want to read more on this. It's written by Warren Buffett. In fact, he wrote it in October of 2008. If you Google it, it's by American I am. And he talked about, you know, in that time frame, the market in 2008 had suffered some major market declines. In fact, the worst wasn't even over yet. It got right. worse after that. The market didn't bottom out until March of 2009. But if you have in your portfolio and you have a predetermined game plan, take short term volatility and use it to create long term opportunities. So, 
There can be many different reasons why you want to look at a risk reduction strategy for 2024 with the big election year, with the markets at an all-time high. And if you want to figure out, you know, what is the right way to do that, uh, give us a call. We'll be happy to walk you through an independent portfolio analysis, give you an outline of the ins and outs of how to position your portfolio to not only survive, but thrive in 2024. Especially as you get closer and closer to retirement, when you're in that red zone, you want to make sure that, you know, you don't let volatility really jeopardize in the same sort of way that, you know, if you're on a flight, as you get closer and closer to your destination, any turbulence or anything that's going to cause delays, uh, it's going to be tough to arrive on time. You don't want that to happen with your retirement. Have that independent portfolio analysis done to see, you know, how to prevent market volatility or whatever may come down the line, whatever risk may come down the line from affecting uh, those those dates that you have in mind. It all starts with that phone call, 419-794-3030, or go into the website at arhq.com. Now, I don't know how to break this to you guys, but you might be drinking lots of plastic and not even know it. New research out of Columbia and Rutgers found that one-liter bottles of water contain hundreds of thousands of previously undetected plastic particles, small enough to enter the bloodstream and potentially cause health problems. You know, there's a lot of bad stuff, kind of like fees, that could also lurk in a retirement portfolio. How do you guys help detect them? Well, that does sound like bad stuff hidden in uh, something that you thought yeah. was healthy for you, <laughs> exactly. Right? So, we're, you know, where you can find your investment fees and costs, I'm going to give you a couple of really good, easy tips that you can get, you know, from some good free resources that are out there. So if you have a 401k and or you own mutual funds, uh, I love the website Morningstar.com. So on Morningstar.com, what you can do is you can go over that website and then you can type in the mutual fund ticker symbol. And within the mutual fund ticker symbol, even on the free version of Morningstar, it'll tell you what the internal annual fees and expenses are on the investment that you have. It'll tell you whether the investment came with an upfront sales charge, uh, whether the investment had a back-end sales charge. So right away, you can kind of see more transparency using the website Morningstar.com. They also have a paid version, which I personally use the paid version as well. Uh, absolutely love that paid version too. But again, if you want to start out easy with a 401k or mutual fund, go to Morningstar.com. A variable annuity, it does take a little bit more homework. And a lot of times the variable annuities tend to be some of the most costly products that are out there. So if you have a variable annuity, if you need help, let us know. I know how to navigate this a little bit quicker, but you can go out and what you could do is you could Google the name of your product. So whatever the name of your variable annuity uh, insurance company is and whatever the product that you're in. If you Google that, oftentimes you'll be able to get the prospectus or a fact sheet on that. And what you're predominantly looking for when you're looking to find out your investment fees and costs on variable annuities is you're looking for what is called the M&E, which stands for metality expense ratio. You're looking for the admin fee. If you have any riders on your account, like a lifetime income benefit and enhanced death benefit, you're looking for the rider fees and then you're looking for the sub-account fees, so what your investments are. So typically in a variable annuity, it can be multiple different pages that you have to go to to add it all up. And that's oftentimes why variable annuities can be some of the most costly products that are out there. Again, can be right for the right investor as long as they understand what they're paying for and in exchange for what they get. The third category, which is probably the other most popular category, is what I would refer to as managed portfolios. 
you know, with a managed portfolio, you're paying somebody to manage your portfolio. Uh, those typically don't have upfront sales charges or back-end sales charges. You're paying some type of quarterly or annual uh, management fee. Uh, those fees can be fees that are uh, where you write a check out and you pay a fat fee for services such as portfolio monitoring. Uh, they could be fees that are charged based upon the assets under management of your portfolio size. And a lot of those fees, you can review your investment statements. You can review whatever documents that you signed to determine what was disclosed in writing on the fees and expenses. And of course, in that situation, don't forget to add any underlying fees for where your holdings are. So three easy ways, depending on where you're at and where you can find your investment fees and costs and uh, help know what your expense ratio is. Again, just like with the, those plastic particles, what you don't know uh, may be harmful to you, especially when it comes to the fees eating away at your retirement, spending down your money unbeknownst to you. Have something like a fee analysis done. The team at America's Retirement Headquarters can help you with that. Just give them a call and request the time to speak with them. 419-794-3030. Let's talk sports for just a second. Don't worry, Scott, we're not going to talk about the Bengals at all here. <laughs> but the concept of moving on, because it seems to be a very, very common theme in sports lately. Tiger Woods moving on from his deal with Nike. Patriots football coach Bill Belichick, he's moving on to another job. And Alabama coach Nick Saban, well, he is actually moving into retirement. That's the problem. You know, when you get my age, it's inevitable that it's coming at some point in time. This year, next year, the next year. And I didn't want to work on a year-to-year basis. I don't think that's fair to your staff. I don't think it's fair to the players. I think you need to make long-term commitments to people. And especially with Saban, we've seen what that's done with a lot of the, the athletes and staff as far as entering the transfer portal, things like that. What if a financial advisor has decided to move on to a new firm? What kind of advice do you give to people uh, when things like this happen? You know, I throw the the security blanket to my clients and say, you know, that's why we brought in Troy. You know, we've got probably a good eight to 10 years to mentor and get him up to speed where where you know I'm at today but you know that's a big deal to a lot of people and I've had several other advisors out there that have reached out because they're already into that point where they're 73 years old they're still working and they don't have a perpetuation agreement put in place they've got no transfer of client information or anything to another advisor. What happens to that is in my business, those clients are orphaned back to the insurance carrier. So they've got no representation. They've got nobody reaching out to them, helping them. You know, if they've got a problem, they don't have a Troy that they can reach out to and say, hey, uh, something's wrong with my billing. I have a problem with my claim. My prescription is not covered. My doctor, you know, retired and I need to find a new doctor. Can you help me? They don't have any of that. Uh, So, you know, and that's why we've put this, uh, you know, brought brought Troy into the mix here and and get him up to speed when it comes to insurance and, and AMA. But on a, on a financial, what happens with a financial advisor that retires? What happens to the business and, and are they orphaned? Well, you know, it could be retiring or it could be simply a financial advisor is changing firms. This is another thing that we'll see oftentimes. So when, when we think about the term of changing firms, um, there are two different types of industries that we have for financial advisors today. I would refer to them as a captive company, okay. and then I would refer to them as an independent financial advisory firm. So as an example, we're an independent financial advisory firm. Um, we don't sell any company-owned products, and we have mm-hmm. the ability to really search the complete 
independent space to determine what we believe is best for sure. our clients and provide advice, you know, in that capacity. Where a captive firm, you know, they might have more of an incentive, you know, from upper management or the company to uh, promote a certain type of product. And so, again, I think the first thing that you want to do is, you know, do some research on the new firm to determine, you know, what that new firm looks like. Um, you can do that research by looking online, like uh, Google is a good start, reading the kind of the reviews that they have on Google. Uh, most financial advisors, you can look them up on a BrokerCheck website. So BrokerCheck is the financial advisor site for people who are licensed with FINRA. Um, what you want to do there is you want to check for maybe any new disclosures from the financial advisor. So again, you know, why are they leaving from one company to sure. another? Do they mm -hmm. choose to leave? Uh, maybe they did something that the other firm considered inappropriate or, you know, was just against their written policies and procedures. Maybe they were terminated. So you'll find that information on broker check. If they're registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission, um, the SEC is advisor lookup allows you to look up and, you know, read the background information about the particular advisor where you can get, you know, the ins and outs of uh, what's happening. And then understand that your money, it's your money and you have choices with your money. So you could stay where you're at. In your terms of health insurance, you would refer to them as orphaned accounts. In financial services industry, we use the word house accounts. Sure. Uh, so a house account, the question, just like your health insurance, is who's going to watch over you? Right. Right? I look at all the changes that's happened in the healthcare industry in the last couple of years. It would be the same would be true in the financial services industry. A lot is changing, and if your account is just left out there, whether it's orphaned or it's a house account, there's not really a captain of your ship. You're right. out there kind of right. on your own, but that is certainly a choice that you have. Um, if your advisor retires or if your advisor changes firms, you have the choice to move over to that new firm. You know, so when you look at the new firm, what you're going to want to do is you'd have to complete a series of paperwork, ultimately to transfer your accounts from one firm to the other firm. And the, the third option is maybe you can find a financial advisor that's different. Maybe it's time that you're looking for another opinion. Maybe your advisor has been changing quite a bit. And you're just not comfortable always hopping ship to new firms. Sure. And, you know, that could be another reason why um, you'd want to maybe look at changing a, a firm when your financial advisor changes. So if you, if you felt that you haven't found the love, haven't found the right. home, um, I just know, as you say, I'm in it to win it. I'm in it for life for my clients. Absolutely. I plan on being here for a long time. You know, we've obviously got Troy. My son, Andrew, works here. We've got... You know, multiple generations that we've thought about building this out with, uh, again, sitting right here over 60 years of experience that are helping navigate mm -hmm. this type of landscape. And when you work with us, you work with our team. You know, so our goal is to work with you and be the resource for your family throughout your entire retirement journey. You can actually find out more about the team at the website, ARHQ.com. Learn more about Nolan, Scott, the entire team at America's Retirement Headquarters. You can also schedule a time to speak with them right there. You can also give a call if you like, 419-794-3030. It is estimated that almost 11,000 baby boomers retire and leave the workforce every single day. Some of them, they're small business owners. So let's talk to them for a minute. What advice do you give to business owners that are considering a succession plan? 
Well, I, I know we talked about this in an earlier segment of talking about, you know, what if your financial advisor retires, but the same applies to any small business owner. I right. think a lot of these issues are issues that, you know, we need to take a look at. First and foremost, I would say in my experience of working with a lot of business owners, even the ones that aren't looking to retire in the next three to five years, number one, you need to have a written business succession plan in place now. Um, think about it. Like in my particular situation, I have a written succession plan. Mm -hmm. And that way, the business can continue on. My clients can continue to get service. My family is also taken care of. And my staff is taken care of. I know in the last couple of years, I had met with some business owners that are small business owners here in town, and they haven't even put anything in writing. And so if you think about the businesses that uh, really get just pennies on the dollar when something bad happens, like the owner dies or becomes disabled, it's because they don't have a formal business right. succession plan in place. And that business plan can be good now, but it helps you get ready for the future because you naturally just want to gradually transition sure. into retirement time and enjoy the fruits of your labor. So when you're, I'd say, two to five years out, that's really where you want to start looking towards getting a solid business valuation. By having that two to five years out, you can get some coaching and, and advice from somebody who specializes in business transitions on you know, how to position your uh, business to get maximal transferable business value. You know, Maybe there's a couple of steps that you need to take mm -hmm. with good housekeeping to get things in order. You also have the ability where you're starting to get a plan to understand in the next two to five years what's next and working through that checklist. No different than uh, we talk about getting ready for health insurance. You know, if you have a couple of years to plan ahead, yep. especially if you're going to retire before the age 65, a couple of years ahead of schedule make a big, big difference. If you don't put together a succession plan and you're all of a sudden looking to retire, you don't you're not doing anybody any favors by doing that and this is something that can take place yes two to five years out but this is something that can start taking place much earlier than that you know one of the things that you and i talked about was key man insurance and um uh, key man insurance is basically a life insurance policy where if if one of the business partners passes away uh, you might not necessarily want their spouse to come in and start you know running the show for their 50% of the ownership. So you buy them out with funding it with life insurance. Um, you know, so these are all things that you would want to have put in place. But you're right. There's so many small businesses that are just not prepared for this at all. If you think like a big corporation, all big corporations have a CEO and a CFO. You know, that CFO's job is to help get the advice and get the team put together to kind of help guide you through this business succession planning, you know, determining what type of professionals you're going to need at the table and making sure that everybody's on the same side of the table, making those decisions together. Uh, that could be the financial advisor, the tax consultant, it could be the attorney, the insurance professional. But as we point out, the decisions that you make in one category are going to, you know, impact the decisions in the, the last category. And then number four is executing your transition plan. So that could be either an internal sale to a child, mm -hmm. another family member, a key employee. Uh, that could be an external sale, selling it out to another business, either through a merger or some type of acquisition. But knowing how to position your business for the best sale and getting that done again two to five years ahead of time allows you to develop what's referred to as a pitch book to have things put in the right place. 
because leaving the workforce behind is already something that probably requires a gentle hand, a little bit of help when you are responsible for a workforce of your your own, uh, even more so. So let the team at America's Retirement Headquarters help you out with that. Reach out now, 419-794-3030. It's never too early to start planning that succession plan. Uh, it's never really too late. There's no time like the present, honestly. 419-794-3030. You can always find them online at ARHQ.com. We really do appreciate you joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters. Hope you have a great week ahead of you. Hope you all stay safe out there. Gentlemen, as always, grateful for the time. As we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Well, I think now that it's at the end of January, I think the statistic is a lot of people are starting to abandon their New Year's resolutions. So I think 40% or so mm. are maybe struggling with those New Year's resolutions. So if you're going to the gym, keep going. Uh, get a buddy to go with. And if you've had financial goals that are part of 2024 and you haven't made the step to take action in writing or set up an appointment to get something done, give us a call. Let's help you conquer your 2024 financial and healthcare New Year's resolutions. Because when you think retirement, think America's Medicare Associates, the Retirement Guys formula, and it's all right here at America's Retirement Headquarters. We'll see you next week, same time, right here on 1370 WSTV. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.